Hey guys, it's Toby Morrison here from CFS Health and I can't believe we're doing this. This is pretty cool. And we've got Charlie Benyon on the other side of the world in the UK. Hey Charlie. I got a surprise when we jumped on Zoom just before. I was expecting you in your new home that you've been renovating for the past year, which has been a huge goal of yours in your recovery and stuff. And then we jumped on and you're in your car because it's what, what, how cold is it over there? Minus three, it says in the car. It's pretty cold, to be fair. And before we get into the interview, for you guys watching at home, Charlie suffered with ME, chronic fatigue syndrome, for a fair period of time, actually. And you're a mother of how many kids? I have two of my own and I have three stepchildren as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so basically five kids. And we go a while back, but this is a pretty special moment for us in a way because I remember you messaged me and it was a while ago now and you said one of my goals is to become a success story yes. I don't know if you remember that I do remember it very clearly I've still got it written down and I'm getting kind of chills down the back of my spine because that's a big goal to have and so inside our program we have goal setting sessions with all our members and we kind of plan the year ahead and what we want to focus on and improve and I know one of them was to become a success story and here we are today that you get to actually achieve and tick that off which is pretty special and the other thing is like you've just renovated a farmhouse which is a pretty special achievement what you've done there and to be well enough to be able to do that is pretty incredible mm -hmm. too but yeah. I'm really excited to talk to you about your journey today because I don't think it's just about one thing and there's a couple of things that I want to talk about with you particularly because I got to watch your journey and I think it'll be really special for the viewers to kind of have a different perspective and go, oh, wow, I didn't even think about that, you know. But let's just quickly talk about before you joined the program, what was your biggest challenge? Like give the guys just an example of where you're at. Were you going from doctor to doctor? Where were you at in your life? So before I sort of got ill properly, if you like, whereas it stopped me, I had this master plan to actually do some solution focused coaching and work for myself and I was working full-time for the NHS at the time and what happened <laughs> because I was useless at saying no what happened was I continued to work full-time for the NHS and I continued to do two part-time jobs as well I remember being so proud because I managed to find a diary on Amazon that had room for three jobs and I look back and I just think oh my Christ, god I'd say I know I know and so I didn't give up anything I was still running the family the home I had a horse the animals all that kind of stuff and I just kept piling stuff on and I wasn't looking after myself and I got a cold and then I got another cold and it just started to kind of go from there and I didn't take time properly to go back to work I would just go straight back into a full caseload I was constantly trying to keep going keep going keep going because I wouldn't allow myself to stop and then eventually it literally just stopped me in my tracks mm. and I spent the entire 12 months being off sick at work trying to get back to work and occupational health would just sort of laugh me out of the office and say just go home you're not coming back and then they retired me through ill health mm. which was in itself a challenge as well because I don't know if it's the same in Australia but in the UK there are hoops to jump through so they say you're not well enough to work but then they don't make it very easy for you not to work so there's a huge amount of pressure financially yeah I have heard that we've got other members from UK that you're friends with as well and yeah they went through yeah. the same thing what in your darkest days was it just like blind shut lights off well actually 
weirdly I mean this is one of my demons really because I used to sort of look at people with diagnosis of chronic fatigue and think well what's wrong with me because I'm not that bad I can kind of get up and I can have a shower and stuff but the, my worst days were I couldn't get up the stairs my husband would have to push me up the stairs I would just literally sit in the chair my brain fog was phenomenal my cognitive state was awful I just couldn't think straight I literally couldn't see straight I just lacked everything there was just no fire in my belly at all I just couldn't keep doing it but the problem was Toby I did keep doing it I still made the beds all that stuff that as a mum I felt was my job and I remember I think I had to do a questionnaire thing for a CFS assessment with the NHS and have to rate yourself one to ten so I would have this massive list of everything I was doing and all my energy was like two or three so I was literally going through the motions Mm. even though I couldn't walk straight I was like really slow Mm. I can't really describe it in any other way it's just like there's just no power like I wouldn't wash my hair because I just didn't have the energy so all of the energy that I did have just went out instead of going in and then that sort of then compounded the whole kind of psychological shit show that it is really (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) well as you were talking about that I was thinking you're obviously like someone who takes pride in their kids and family and home life I know a big one for a lot of mums is the guilt Was there a heavy burden of guilt that you felt like you're not performing as a wife, a mother? Yeah, massive. And I I felt it very keenly, especially with my daughter. To put this in context, they think I've probably had it for years, but it was just very low level and occasionally it would stop me and I'd have like a week off work and then I'd just go back and carry on. So when it stopped me properly, which was about seven years ago, my daughter was 14 and she felt it. And the guilt for me for that was, yeah, it was tough for all of them because it'd be, oh God, mum's tired again, <laughs> which of course is an understatement, but that's what they saw because that's how I articulated it. Mm. I'm just too tired and they hated it. Yeah, it was tough. What was your experience like before joining the program? Did you go through the runaround of 100 blood tests and seeing lots of different doctors and all that kind of jazz? Yeah, well, a big thing for me, if I'm honest, was I think I was in a little bit of denial. So I spent a lot of time convincing myself that I probably wasn't as bad as I thought. So I would go backwards and forwards to the doctors and I had to go back every week whilst I was off sick because that's how they did it, which then, of course for me was a massive trigger because I just felt like the world's biggest time waster just the whole process was awful so that was 2014 and I think I got my diagnosis 2017 and actually I think I was really lucky because the GP surgery that I had he was actually a very proactive GP which is really unusual he was a a really decent bloke actually But then once I got the diagnosis, it's such a limited kind of treatment. They just do their best. The NHS is great for many things, but I think for CFS, it has its struggles because, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's very nice of you to put it that way. And it's great that you got a doctor who could diagnose you because many people don't. They have those doctors that just say it's not real or you're making it up or it's all in your head, whatever. But... 
even getting diagnosed by a good doctor, you get to that standpoint of like, well, what do I do now, doctor? People were saying to me, well, this is it. You just need to learn how to manage it. You know, this is it. Not one single person, Toby, would tell me that I was able to recover. Even in the CF treatment team place, I can't even think what it's called anymore. They just would not say you will get better. I think they were so frightened of doing that because they didn't know how that would work. Mm. So I, I literally used to Google how can I recover from CFS? And that's how I came across you, literally. And I signed up for a webinar, I think. And I listened to you. I was laying in bed because I was tired. (laughs) And I was listening to you. It makes me really emotional thinking back to it. But it made me cry because you were like literally the first person who understood exactly what I was going through you talked about all my symptoms it was literally like you knew me it was unbelievable and that that's when I signed up for CFS Health I remember it like it was yesterday yeah crazy wow making me teary (laughs) literally you were the only person that I could find on the whole of the internet that says yes you can get well it's Mm. crazy I mean what's that about Imagine if I wasn't the person that was looking for that and people would just kind of drift in this depression thinking, this is my life forever. It's awful. I'm so glad you found us. It's been an mm. incredible journey. The game changer. Yeah. What, what was it like when you joined the program? What did you feel when you first entered it? So I think it was like two-pronged for me. So there was obviously the CFS Health, the original program and that was really good because it gave me loads of information I think though I was still in that mode and mentality of push 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 I need to do x y and z Mm. it's easy with a bit more awareness and hindsight but there was always that just trying everything all various things of nutrition but I didn't have patience and so I just kept flitting around I was aware of the backbones I just needed more And then I remember, I think I saw you on Instagram and this is just before the mentorship program. And I was just so run down and angry and resentful and just so fed up with what I perceived was like, you know, my lot, if you like. I'm so glad you brought it up because this is what I wanted to talk about. This is the massive thing that most people don't realise, but you were so, so caught up in the anger and the frustration of what was not what is but what was and it was funny because I was trying to shift you out of it for a little while and we were having this dialogue and you were so upset and there was so much heavy emotion surrounding your past that you couldn't move forward it's like you were just so bogged down and we had a massive chat about it and you agreed you said to me you're right this is what's actually keeping me stuck and you know, this is why coaching and perspective is so important. And we all need it. And not just you, yeah. but we all need it in our lives. We need outside perspective. And you've just been through such an incredibly amazing journey. I wish people saw that conversation we had because you were not the same person. No, no, I agree. I think I was so intent on being everything to all people. Mm. And I was so ill. And I was so pissed off that I didn't understand why if I showed my love for people by caring for them, why they would let me do 
do it being ill and I was so resentful of everything I had to do and I lost all my joy and my perspective and I now realize because of the work that I've done through the mentorship so for me it was definitely a combination of physical and my mindset towards it I don't know what I would have done without the mentorship to be honest because it took time and patience and coaching and reassurance to enable me to just stop in my tracks and just say hang on a minute Charlie what are you doing why are you doing it but then that underlying resentment that people were I used to think that they would literally watch me run myself into the ground and I realize it's because we all do the best that we can but it was like I was enabling them if you like by disenabling myself as to how much I could do because they couldn't read my mind which was is still the most frustrating thing on the planet for me. Why can't people see what I'm trying to tell them on the inside? But boundaries, right? This is like boundaries 101. Oh, my God, me and boundaries. And I think that's the thing about the mentorship for me was that kind of, come on, Charlie, put your money where your mouth is. Be accountable for the shit that I chat, really, because it's not helpful sometimes and I just needed to take a big long hard look at actually how I managed myself and the information I was given out because I was just like behaving like a doormat it was mm. ridiculous I wouldn't yeah. say no to anything I remember that saying that I said from one of my mentors it's nice to be nice but it's not nice to be a doormat yeah of course yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were, yeah. you're running on empty. That's the problem. And so many women your age go through this process where they lose their identity in the form of helping and saving other people when, in fact, the only saving you need to do is for yourself and filling up your own cup yeah. first. And as a nurse, because I was a mental health nurse, I think it's really tough. And what I've realised looking back is, you know, I would talk the talk and I'd give them the guidance but I actually wasn't investing in it myself. And looking back, I mean, it just seems so obvious. Of course, you can't pour from an empty cup, but I did it every single day. And I think I just became proficient at it. And one of my favourite sayings at the moment is there are so many people running around wearing their exhaustion like a badge of honour. Mm. It just takes practice, though, and it takes support to kind of lose that because it's 50 years of kind of those habits and it takes courage to say actually that's not what I want for my life anymore yeah you said it takes courage to not live that life anymore and to choose a different one how much mm. most people just think like oh you just need to change your nutrition you need to do your physical stuff you need to recondition your body and you did that stuff anyway which was really great and your baseline and all that but to fundamentally step into your fullest potential and to let go of the guilt and the shame and the frustration and the angry Charlie and to start to embody a new version of who you are and step into that. And really, truly, it's almost like I'm talking to a different person than the time that we spoke on the phone almost two years ago. It was like talking to a bloody brick wall. <laughs> Can you see that X, Y, Z? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> you were just so <laughs> off it. <laughs> and I was like, man, this Charlie girl needs to bloody change a few things and your transformation has been absolutely amazing. And I do have to say one thing, your consistency was incredible throughout the entire program. Like, I don't think you missed a single call. You know what I mean? You always showed up 
you always were fully present. You gave as much as you could inside the program. You helped other people inside the program as well. Like you shared your wisdom, but you took it on. You were willing to take on the change and be curious and let go Mm -hmm. of like, oh, I should know this already or I should already know this stuff. You just let all that go and you fully embodied the change and you started to, to actually feel it and act it and do it and even with nutrition and the weight loss stuff that you were going through the body image stuff all these women go through it like I just did a poll the other day something like 88% of women struggle with weight gain they want to lose weight with chronic illness and it's like they're yo-yo dieting they're restricting they're focusing on all the wrong things and they wonder why they're still not able to lose the weight and instead you let all that go you trusted the process and you focused on getting your health back and building that and that's pretty damn amazing I was just gonna say I think that because the mentorship was such a safe place for me therefore it becomes safe to be vulnerable and I think I needed to be vulnerable in order to acknowledge my part in my illness but that's not about blame or fault of me it's about acknowledging that I needed to do things differently and learning and becoming to understand that it was about my self-value was massive for me because what I realise is that everything I've ever done I think through my life has always been about where I sat my value so one of the things that freaked me out was we talk about people being perfectionists and that's quite common through CFS I'm not particularly a perfectionist, but what I do have is incredibly high standards of myself, or did. And that was in itself a relentless kind of push to getting it right. But then the added bonus of never getting it right because I wasn't a perfectionist, therefore beating myself up because I wasn't good enough. Mm. So the mindset part of the CFS mentorship it was huge for me because it made it okay for me to say, actually, no, I'm not going to do that because mm-hmm. it's okay. And having that trust in myself to know what's right with the physical boundary stuff and the mm-hmm. physical baseline stuff. And one of the things that I learned from you is that losing that need to be perfect because almost there was a part of me that tried to be perfect in my recovery I wanted to get everything right all the time that was getting in the way of your recovery absolutely it really was I could still sit in those mentorship groups now I absolutely loved every minute of those two years it was like the biggest trust exercise I could give myself and Mm. know that I've got all my fundamentals and I still touch base and it's a really a gift it was a gift yeah yeah, one of the things that I always say to people is the program's not a recovery program, it's a life program. It's about life and living your life fully again. And, you know, you just got to that point where you were just having so much fun. You went from the focus of the body and getting your body right and reconditioning that and getting your immune system stronger through your nutrition and sleep and all that, which was a process in itself. And you went through that inside the program. But then probably after those first six to 12 months, there was a shift there and the shift was... it's time to start living life now. I'm starting to feel well again, and I am well. And there was a whole process with that integrating back into life, which we kind of go pretty deep on too. How did it feel to start 
getting your life back tangibly. The old you, maybe you would have said yes to everyone or you might have lost your shit with everyone or you might have just been pissed off with yourself. Like, what's it feel like now where rather than getting in that old self-sabotage cycle that you used to get into so much, that self-loathing and that low self-worth and need for outside, but instead, you honestly look amazing, Charlie. And like, what does it feel like now to be you? Do you know what? I just kind of feel a little bit more in charge of myself. And my journey is to progress still. I can't just be a bull in a china shop with my family because they've been through this illness with me. So it's about kind of being gentle with their recovery through it too. Wow, that's fascinating. I've never heard, sorry, I need to interrupt. I've never heard anyone say that. That's really fascinating. My husband has been massively supportive and it's been tough because he lost me for a while. And the Charlie that is here now is not necessarily the same Charlie that was here pre-illness. So there are some adjustments to make, you know. My values have changed a little bit because they needed to, because actually I wasn't looking after myself. So it's still a work in progress, but it's about acknowledging his part in that really. And my kids, because they were there. And I suppose the flip side of this is, and the thing that I was frightened about, but actually has worked out really well. And I hope they agree with me because I might just be my fantasy. But I think that as I stick to my values and I actually practice what I preach, I think that's something that they see. It becomes kind of better for them, if you like, because they can see that perhaps the way that I used to manage my life in the olden days isn't perhaps the best way forward. I don't want any of my kids to run themselves into the ground to please everybody all of the time and end up in a situation where they don't have any joy in their life or they resent things because they've said yes to something that actually they weren't comfortable with. So it's an ongoing process. And luckily it's not perfect. (laughs) And I'm much better at listening to my body and my needs and not getting stressed. So some days I might feel a bit knackered, but then, my God, I've just upped the ante massively. I've gone from living in a caravan to a house and (laughs) I just get exhausted bloody wandering around the island looking for what it is I've forgotten because I'm nearly 53 and my brain's gone. Well, I mean, your house is massive too, but I think that what you're talking about here is just normal tiredness. You understood this probably, I don't know, maybe 12 months in or something, like as you got better, basically. You got stronger, you got better, and then you realised, oh, it's okay to be tired after I have a massive day of renovating or moving stuff or just moved house yeah yeah literally of course you're gonna be tired and I always say this to clients like all you need to do is walk down the street in the morning and see healthy people yawning and saying how tired they are and then they're lining up for 20 coffees to get their day started that's called normal tiredness and so that's a huge sign of progress but what an example you're setting like it's just absolutely incredible for those people close to you to have someone like you a role model like you to live by your values and to show them what looking after yourself actually looks like not just on a physical level though actually on a soul level and on a purpose-driven level and for me like I don't know if you know this Charlie but we actually spent 
days on this, but we came up with a new mission statement for CFS Health because, as you know, we're kind of growing and expanding. We're helping a lot of people in over 53 countries now. And for me, you and all the other clients are like my most important people in my life with my team. And it's not so much just the people that we're working with, but it's their families. Like it's the impact that you're having on your family and the ripple yeah, effect yeah. that then has in their closest proximity. And yeah. that's what was making me tear up before because like that's what matters. That's the gold. We're making a huge difference across the world. When I say we, you, me, everyone that is doing this work because that's the ripple effect that changes the world. And it might seem small, like it's an individual thing, but it's not. Your husband is a better man because of you. And how special to have that connection, even though that you are different to what he married all those years ago. But it's so special for you to have that love and capacity to realise that, wow, like I've really changed and I'm going to help him through that process too. Like how special is that and how bonding can that be? And for you to allow yourself to change, but that also allows him to become more of who he truly is too. And uh, I know it sounds maybe a bit too wacky and spiritual for some of you, but that's what this is about. And it's becoming more of who you are and being true to yourself. And I think that for me is just so important. And that's what we stand for is we create healthier, whole human beings who create a ripple effect in their immediate family and that has a ripple effect in the world so big that we will never really truly know the difference that it makes so thank you for being part of that too it's amazing well no thank you I mean seriously the mentorship was a game changer for me massive game changer it still is Toby because it doesn't just go away I don't stop thinking about it it's quite funny really because think awareness and growth it's kind of like I might not sort of sit and read kind of guru manuals every day or anything but there's this kind of sense of it sort of sat on my shoulder a little bit it's just in my mind to do things that are good for me and useful for me and this does not mean I really need to kind of reinforce this that I do not live a perfect life and for me in itself is gold because life has to ebb and flow and that's part of the process of growth. Sometimes I get it right, sometimes I get it wrong. And I don't know if it was you or Gemma that said, you know, you're either winning, learning or judging yourself. So for me, the judgment is the bit that I'm not interested in anymore. The learning and the winning, I'm all for, but I don't need to judge myself because I just do the best that I can Mm. in any one situation. And if I don't like it, then I do it differently. And Mm. that makes a difference. For me, the biggest difference, and hopefully you guys at home are watching this and and seeing this, she's not talking about recovery anymore. (laughs) Can you see that? I always say like new level, new challenge, basically. New level, new perspective. New level, new devil. And your whole standards and paradigm has to shift in order to get there. And you're at that level now where you realise that health is an ongoing thing. Purpose and life is an ongoing thing. You don't just get to a point and then stop. It's an evolution, which is what you've kind of been on that journey for a while now, which is just really cool. But you're doing it in a very 
nice, relaxing way. I mean, you, honestly, your transformation has been unbelievable. I wish we had a recording of that conversation we had because people <laughs> well, would just laugh so loud. <laughs> I mean, there might be somewhere on Instagram because I think I originally sent you a message. That was the oh, first thing oh, I did. Wow. And then we had a call. But I think in that message, I just felt really stuck in my life or something and lacked joy yeah. i'll have a look somewhere it'll be right at the beginning of, I'll see of if the I messages can, i'll see if i can find you i know we've had a bit of dialogue back and forth on instagram but i'll see how far we can get back oh here we go do you want to read this out or not you can do yeah i, I can't remember what it says i know that it was like toby help please help <laughs> i haven't been consistent i feel like i'm incapable and i'm stuck being around 40 to 50%, which is enough for everyone around me, but not enough for me. Everything yeah. feels like a should and it's making me sad. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, it's quite articulate of me because I would say that summed it up. So I was doing everything that everybody perceived that I needed to do. There was just no joy. That was May 2019. And then on the 5th of September, you sent me another message. So you must have joined the program. And you've said how much of a hard time you gave yourself and that you're slowly coming out of this. And you said, slowly and surely, I must win this race. And I will most definitely join your program in the near future. I hope all is well with you. And then, yeah, you obviously joined and how far you've come. Bloody amazing. Before we go, I just want to ask you two questions. First one's important. The second one's more important. First one is, if someone's thinking about getting help, they're all over the shop they're going through what you've been through and they're like, oh, should I join the program? Should I not join the program? They're umming and ahhing. They're scared. They're skeptical. Would you recommend the program? Is it worth the investment? What would you oh, say? hundred percent, honestly, hundred percent. I would recommend it. I absolutely think that it was a gift and that it changed everything for me. It changed my entire perspective on recovery and what was possible and how I could achieve it. Absolutely what, would recommend. What was the most helpful thing inside the program or top three things that you felt uh, was a lot? Top is easier because I would just say kind of everything. So mm. the community was incredible. I've made lifelong friends through that community. Honestly, I'm in contact with a few people it's an absolute gift I can't tell you that safe loving understanding community of like-minded people who have the recovery as their goal it's priceless the accountability from yourself and Gemma I love that because it's like a metaphorical bomb up my ass really and it's what I needed we're a bit nicer than that <laughs> no 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 in a very gentle loving way <laughs> I did need that sort of, come on, Charlie, you can do this. How are you going to do it? We all need you... accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Still need accountability. You know, it's what I want. So the community, the accountability, just the information generally, I can't pick three. I just, I don't think I can. The knowledge from Dr. Olivia, I mean, just unbelievable. The mm. woman is incredible the mindset coaching with Gemma Christ she's wise beyond her years an incredible woman and then the coaching with you I just think honestly Toby it can't be measured it's excellent 
really excellent. I loved it. I loved every second of it. You didn't want to leave at the end because you loved it so much. No, People don't. <laughs> I didn't. And I look back and I think, oh, God, I, I really miss it in a good way. Not in a kind of, oh, shit, I shouldn't have left because I can't no. cope. I just miss you guys. I talked to Nicola and she's sort of, oh, we had such a good session today. And I'm like, oh, I really miss it. <laughs> I think you told me, like, I think I'm going to leave soon. Like, I don't want to, yeah. but I'm feeling so good. And I was like, it's time. Like, it's time. And the the second thing I wanted to ask just quickly, because a lot of people have never experienced it, what is group coaching like? Because people just think it's just like, oh, it's not even good, but it's way better than one-on-one, in my opinion. So interesting. I learned so much from people and just that connection you make with people when you're hearing something that you felt and I didn't ask questions every session. Sometimes I would just sort of sit and listen. But it's something so reassuring knowing that there's somebody out there that is experiencing something that you completely understand. It's just like a massive hug. It's just very loving, safe, nurturing. Everybody's there for the right reason. Everybody's there because they want to learn. They want to recover. They want to support everybody else in that environment Mm. it's just really nice it's Mm. very clever I used to come away from those sessions just feeling really energized well even in our lifestyle integration program you kind of upgraded into integrating life which is a whole separate program and since you left it's even more bigger in the sense of long-term goals values talking about big dream stuff which is just really cool for those guys now yeah. and that's why Nick yeah. was probably telling you oh my god yeah, and yeah. you can come back in there you'd probably love it now because it's about kind of what you're talking about even in our sessions I remember there was one session in particular you were having a tough time and you just brought your question we jammed on it we did a coaching session on it and yeah. you had a huge breakthrough and you having that breakthrough then helped everyone else in the room go mm, how is this relevant for me what can I take away from it today and everyone's getting their notepad and pen out what's three pieces of advice you'd give someone who's watching this right now and they're struggling what's three pieces of advice just straight from the heart from you to trust you and to trust the process of the mentorship it really is I've never experienced anything like it It was just literally the best thing I ever did the next thing is to be kind to themselves and to stay patient because recovery can be a process for some people it shifts quicker mm-hmm. for me it took a little bit of time I think it's really important not to judge yourself because everybody is on their own journey so I think when I left the mentorship I think I said eat your greens and trust the process does that answer the question three pieces of advice yeah yeah and for someone who can't join the program right now what's one bit of advice for them as well I would say, have a look at your stuff on baseline. No, you're the free training. Yeah, we'll leave a link somewhere. All you need to do, if you can't find the link, just type in cfshealth.com slash baseline. There it is right there. Yeah. And I think to gather the people that are closest to you and try and be vulnerable and say, actually, this is where I'm struggling and this is the help that I need. Because the biggest hindrance for me was that I wouldn't ask for help because I didn't want people to say they couldn't help me or I hated that idea of people 
like the kids they were younger they were teenagers you ask a teenager to do something like oh, god's sakes so I would take that to heart thinking they didn't want to help me so I'd stop asking I just think just be honest about what you need I love the idea of getting your family on board and it doesn't always work out to plan. Like I get it. Some people just don't have the great family support. But to be vulnerable and say, hey, this is where I'm at. Like I'd really love your encouragement or support around this or I'd love you to stop telling me what to do because I feel like this is what I need to focus on myself and it upsets me when you say this. Getting people on the same page and then you owning it is one step forwards empowering yourself to move forwards and then that's what Charlie's done. It's tough, but I'm currently working on the premise that if I ask somebody for what I need, I've got a 50% chance of them being able to help me. And if they can't help me, that's not about me, because why would it be about me? That's about their capacity, not my capacity. But if I don't ask, they haven't got a chance. And I'm actively doing that. That's been my thing for the last few weeks. So even if it makes me like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'm just doing it anyway, because what's the worst thing that can happen? The Mm. sky has not fallen in. Yes, please. I think you'd be a great (laughs) coach. I don't think you're becoming one. I think maybe that's your next purpose in life is to teach and share your learnings with other people. Something to think about. Yeah, I must admit, I miss that part of my life, that kind of engaging with people. And I loved my job. I absolutely loved it. I get a real fire in my belly when I talk about that kind of stuff. Oh, that's something to explore. I think that's your next journey. Um, yeah. After the big finish of the house. You can be a house coach as well, how to build your dream farm home in UK. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for doing this interview on behalf of everyone who has just watched this really, because there's going to be a lot of people who have and yeah, just really, really appreciate it, Charlie. I want to sort of acknowledge your team as well. They were all part of my recovery process. The smooth cogs, I think it's a great thing that you're doing. And I truly am grateful to you, to Gemma, to Erin, to Dr. Olivia, to Ash, the whole team. Yeah, thank you, really. Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate that. And yeah, I'll pass that on. They are, they're amazing individuals and yeah, we're all in it for the same reason, which is just yeah. for that ripple effect. Blessed to see it and we'll stop there because we'll probably start crying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll leave it there. Thanks again, Charlie. Really appreciate it. Hey, I hope this video was really helpful for you. If you haven't already, please hit the like button and feel free to leave a comment. What was your takeaway, your insight from today's video? It's really helpful to actually write your learnings down. We seem to embed it better and it seems to help us move forwards with life. Here are three ways we can help you right now whenever you're ready. The first way is make sure you add yourself into our free information recovery group on Facebook. We'll leave a link in the description below. It's a really supportive, encouraging place. There's no negative venting. You can ask questions to other people. There's something like seven, 8,000 people in there right now. And I'm sure by the time you're watching this video, there's even more. So go over there right now. We share success stories. We share our latest free trainings that come to the public. And we always share upcoming information about upgrades inside our program. And also when we offer free webinars or free information nights that can further help you with your own recovery. The second way we can help you, which is one of my favorite, is through all our free trainings. 
We're going to leave a link in the description with our favorite free trainings that we know can help you start your recovery, whether that's through our baseline training, which will help you stop pushing and crashing, our three stages of recovery to figure out exactly where you're at and know what to do next, or my favorite, which is our guest panel workshop, which was actually exclusive for our members. It was so damn good that I actually asked them, can we share this to the public? They all said yes, all five of them. So thank you past members. They share their five recovery secrets and it's really powerful. There's tears, there's aha moments, there's real key insight and inspiration. And so whether you're a one out of 10 and you're really struggling right now, or whether you're further along in your recovery journey and you're integrating back into life, we have you covered. The third way we can help you is through our actual paid online recovery program, the mentorship recovery program. And if you are interested in getting proper help, a holistic comprehensive plan, professional coaching from the best coaches in the world, whether that's with mindset, movement, nutrition, restorative movement, reconditioning, integrating back into life, integrative medicine, baseline structure, routine, accountability, all things health and life. Feel free to apply for the program today. All you need to do is click on the form, cfshealth.com slash form, fill out the short two to three minute form application and the team will be in touch with all the details that you need to know about the program via email. So make sure you check your spam folder for all the free trainings. If you've sent through an application, please be patient. My team are real people, okay? They're not robots. So if we don't get back to you within seconds or hours, it's okay. <laughs> we will get back to you. If you don't hear from the team within two to three days, that means that it's basically gone to spam or junk and it's gone missing. So please send a follow-up email to the team at info at cfshealth.com. If you have any questions, go check it out. But I would highly recommend adding yourself into the free group right now. Go click on that link in the description. Go download all the free trainings. Honestly, the whole reason why this whole thing started is because when I went through this myself, it was so painful and so excruciating that I didn't want anyone else to have to go through it. And some of these free trainings are so damn valuable. Back then, I would have paid thousands of dollars for. We've had so many comments and emails and posts saying, oh my God, the baseline training was a game changer for me. Toby, I've been doing this now for three months and I'm feeling so much better. My symptoms are decreasing. I've got more stamina. I've got more energy. I'm able to do more things. So, you know, whether you're learning from us and consuming our content through our free format, I'm so stoked. Whether that's in our paid program, I don't really care. Either way, all I want to make sure is that you are moving forwards. You are starting to really implement this work. And that's really what it's all about. Once we implement, we make change and we start to move forwards. Sending you a ton of love. Of course, feel free to consume as much of the YouTube videos as you like. There's so many really, really great ones, new and old. Sending you a ton of love and uh, speak to you very, very soon. All the best for now.